With Milk Street Baby, you can build your Pinterest dream nursery. Exquisitely built, their modern baby furniture covers every trending look for 2021. From mid-century modern to bohemian minimalist, their furniture works for any design style. They combine unique aesthetics with unparalleled engineering and craftsmanship to bring families' iconic gender-neutral crib collections at a value. Furniture with a look and feel unlike anything ever produced for a baby. Their mission is to create beautiful nursery furniture that doesn't sacrifice safety for design. For 10% off Milk Street's crib and nursery sets, use code HEARTANDHUSTLE, all lowercase, one word, at MilkStreetBaby.com. Again, that's code HEARTANDHUSTLE to build your dream nursery today. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp, hey, that's me, and Lindsay Roman. Thank you so much for tuning in today, my friend. We are so dang excited you're here. If you are new to our corner of the podcast world, welcome to the party. We have a lot of freaking fun here while also diving deep into all things business, marketing, and mindset. Now, if you have been around for a while, you freaking rock. We love you more than you'll probably ever know. Now, whether this is your first episode here or you've been around since day one, let's just give a quick recap of one of the number one things Lindsay and I teach on to build a brand that lasts. Ready for it? Connection. We are firm believers in building a personal brand that allows you to connect with your customers. And with that, when it comes to Instagram, we talk a lot about showing up as you, not just your product or service that you offer, and connecting with your audience on a human-to-human level. But let me guess, the following thought has probably gone through your mind at one point or another. I mean, but I don't even know what to share. My life is just boring. No one wants to see that. Wrong answer. Wrong answer. Incorrect. We can guarantee there is far more than you realize that people want to see. And it's actually probably more your perspective that's getting in your way of knowing what to share. So in today's episode, we are going to tear down that mindset obstacle that's holding you back so that you can begin to create and share from a free and excited place. And then we'll dive into the nitty gritty of what to post on Instagram, where we load you up with your tool belt full of topics and ideas and resources for you to use to create that long lasting connection with your audience. So if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed or just lost with posting personal content on Instagram, today's episode is custom made just for you, my friend. So keep on listening. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. My life is boring. Ah, let's get into it. (laughs) Let's get into it, shall we? Yes. I think, well, y'all just heard the intro. Y'all know what this episode's about. We can just get right into it. I don't need to even say anything. Yeah. Uh, I would say first and foremost, before we even dive in to kind of tackling this lie, and Evie said this a little bit in the intro, but like we are firm believers in the concept of personal branding and especially in your marketing forefront, like Instagram or social media in general. 
Personal branding is just one of the most powerful ways that you can create deep connection and stand out from a crowd of oversaturation, of competition, et cetera. Like sharing personal aspects of your life is what connects you to other human beings. Like mm-hmm. even if your personal aspect is just the, I love knitting. That's a personal aspect about you, you know? Yeah. And so if you're new here or, or just not familiar with the concept of personal branding, then before you keep listening to this episode or the rest of this episode, I would recommend going and listening to our episodes number four, which I know is in the very beginning, but it's a good one. It was called The Biggest Branding Hack You're Missing. That really dives into personal branding as a whole and why we're firm believers of it, why we think it's relevant on social media, especially Instagram. And then also episode 48 of our show, which is, should I have one Instagram or two business versus personal? Because that episode, we talk a lot about like personal branding, especially on Instagram as well, and kind of navigating the difference between... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So recommend going and listening to those first. But if you do that, you'll be able to dive deeper into the strategy there and then understand more of why we believe that this can revolutionize your marketing in your business. Because we're not going to dive deep into like the why of why you need to share personal stuff on this episode. Like that's just common knowledge. You should do that. <laughs> it's common knowledge in episode four and episode 48. So go listen to those. And there's probably honestly more episodes that we talk about it in a backhanded way. Yes. Um, those were just episodes that we were like, oh, that definitely talks about it. This is very pinpointed and specific. So go listen to yeah. those episodes if you have questions on like, why should I engage in personal branding? But in this episode, we're going to talk about one of the obstacles when it comes to personal branding and marketing, which is knowing how to share personal things when you feel like you have nothing interesting to share. So Because I feel like that's such a relatable thing. Yeah. Like you, you have almost guaranteed at one point or another stopped yourself from posting on Instagram, whether it was a post or a story or a reel because you were like, I'm boring or my life is boring or my house isn't pretty enough or, oh, my kids made a mess. Like I'm not yeah. cool enough to grow an Instagram following. Yeah. And we just want to tackle that real yes. fast. Yes. So I guess let's just start off with the, the truth, because I'm just going to give it to you straight here right now. Your life is not boring, period. Even if you live in Montana in a little cabin <laughs> or, or well, Iowa. I actually think that's fascinating. I know. That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> or, okay. or, in, or in Iowa in the suburbs with your kids and soccer practice in a minivan. Or if you live in New York City. I mean, maybe those people don't struggle with thinking that their lives, but I don't know. But just wherever you live, whatever your life looks like, you're not boring. No. Not boring. And I think the reality is that just because you know everything that happens in your day-to-day life and you think it's mundane and normal doesn't mean that everyone else thinks that and doesn't mean that everyone else feels that. People love, love seeing behind-the-scenes glimpses into your life. So maybe here's, mm, oh, okay, here's a thought. I just want you to sit back right now and ask yourself, okay, is my life truly boring or am I just bored and comfortable with my life? And I'm comparing it to everybody else on the internet that that seems more flashy than me. Yep. Because that's an entirely different conversation. We can, I mean, we can basically guarantee that your life is not boring. Your perspective of it though might be hindering your creativity and you aren't able to see the the uniqueness, the the special attributes of your lifestyle and your day-to-day life. So 
Well, because I, every everybody's sorry, I just completely no, just no, cut go you for off. it. <laughs> I, everybody is unique. Like we're beautiful human beings made by the creator of the universe, and like you are beautiful and unique and awesome. And even if you think, oh, like I'm just an accountant, I don't do anything that's odd. Like I'm not a Hollywood celebrity or I'm not an Instagram star. My house doesn't look pretty. Like what about your life? Like change that view lens of looking at your life and thinking it's just mundane because there's special qualities. And even what we think is mundane isn't mundane. Like there's beauty all around us and we got to open our eyes to that. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I think it it comes down to you have to take a step back. And I want you to ask yourself the question, what, you know, little moments or unique habits or or routines or opportunities are, you know, are you glossing over that feel normal to you, but would actually be interesting to someone else? Yeah. Like from your process and cleaning your kitchen to your date night game that you play with your spouse, like your life is fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, and even the mundane things that you think, I, I've harped on that. But even more so, like, there's just an incredible opportunity to open the doors and build connection with other people simply by sharing a real glimpse into your life. And especially on Instagram nowadays, people are craving real. Like, yes, they they might be initially attracted to, like, the flashy influencer that has, like, a dope outfit and suit in front of, like, a pink wall. And she's, like, kicking up her leg. And it seems like, oh, wow, her life is so awesome. Wow. But... Yeah. Like, people relate so hard to, like, your kids spilling their cereal on the floor or your laundry being crumpled. And, like, that's that's the beautiful parts of life that I think we look down on when we shouldn't yeah. and that we really need to embrace and, like, just reframe our lens, like I said. Well, I want you to sit back right now and actually ask yourself, okay, do I have a friend in real life who is constantly put together, never a hair out of place, always looks flawless, is always doing all these really exciting things, never has any flaws that I've ever seen. And how do you feel around that person? You typically feel like just uncomfortable. You don't, even if you love that person in their heart and they're not necessarily like a total jerk or anything like that, they just are freaking perfect from everything that you ever see, you don't typically feel like a deep connection to them. You may struggle. You may feel uncomfortable, like you don't belong. You may feel that comparison. You're probably just not as in love with that person as you are with your bestie who comes over with smeared mascara under her eyes, handing you her crying toddler and being like, give me a break and a glass of wine. You know, whatever. I I don't actually love the mommy wine culture, but you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that connection point with that person where you're like, you're able to call that best friend and be like, okay, I have 16 loads of laundry in front of me that I have to do. And yeah. I have this deadline coming up and you guys are able to discuss on a human to human level. And you love that friend because you guys connect. You see her best moments. You see her worst moments. You feel the in-between, the moments where you're both just like, okay, we're going crazy. We need to get out of the house. You know, whatever that looks like. And that's what people want on social media. Like, yes, they may look up to that picture-perfect girl who never has a hair out of place. However, they're most likely going to realize that's not real. I don't feel the deep connection with her. I'm not going to be able to truly relate and fully trust that person with every part of me. And that's a deeper, deeper perspective of, you know, that's a personal example of what it exactly looks like on social media as well. I think it's because people are sick of picture perfect. And I think they think that that person that is always beautiful and on or or perfect 
I, I, it comes across, even if they genuinely aren't faking it, it comes across as that. Because yeah. in our own human eyes, like we look at our own lives and we compare it to everyone else's highlight reel on social media. And we're like, there's no way that you can keep it up like that for that long. Which yeah. is generally true. Like I'm, I think there's obviously a boundary where people don't want to share like the vulnerable or the sad moments of life. And that's totally fine. But I think there is also an element of I'm human. I'm human, and and even yeah. if I look pretty, like I have bad days or, or something. Yeah, not that you can't look pretty. And also, have, whatever. <laughs> but like, people are craving real and authentic desperately on yeah. Instagram and social media. So share that. Like, connect with people. Show the real. Show the raw. Show the unfiltered. Like, don't always put a filter on your face on stories. Like, yeah, it might feel boring to you at times, and I think that's kind of just the topic that we're tackling here. But like, people love raw. People love mundane because it it lets them know that they're not alone in their own feeling of like, oh, my life is mundane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even something as simple, I mean, we'll we'll dive into some other examples, but even something as simple as like you finished work for the day or something and you put your kid down and you're sharing on your stories or you make a post about your routine and how you're trying, testing out whether or not you prefer to get more work done in the evening after your kid's gone to bed or in the morning before they wake up or, you know, how you and your husband are juggling all the things that that you both have to tackle, but you're actually doing opposite timelines so that he can watch the kids while you're working from home. And then you watch the kids while he's working from, you know, whatever, like those little things, people actually care about that. People want to learn. They want to be a part of that journey. And it might feel really boring to you. You're like, well, who cares about my, my child, like, you know, care as I work from home? A lot of people. A lot of people care about that. And it might feel so boring to you. I, it's not boring. It's not freaking boring. And so you have to get out of your own way and just start showing up. And the bonus is that oftentimes, at least I've noticed this, I don't know, Lindsay, if you feel the same way, but by by sharing and like seeing an outsider's perspective of your life, you're also able to kind of shift your own perspective and recognize like, oh, wow, that is a little joy that I kind of gloss over because I experience it every day. Like I forget yeah. that that's special or that little blessing that you have a washer and dryer in your house and, you know, this college student who follows you who lives in a dorm and doesn't have a washer and dryer is like, oh, you know, I know that laundry is piling up, but man, like I wish I could do my laundry when I needed something. And you could be like, wow, I'm actually, wow, I am able to do laundry. I get to have my laundry when I want it. I can clean my laundry whenever. Like those little moments can, seeing from an outside perspective can almost help shift and recognize like, oh, I I forgot. I'm so used to this. It's so close to me. I'm so familiar with what this looks like or what this feels like that it allows you to kind of shift your perspective and get an outside glimpse as well. Okay, so now we talked a little bit about kind of like the mindset behind this behind this and just squashing the lie that your life is not boring and you need to embrace that and embrace the moments that you feel that are mundane, let's shift to some practical tips on on different things that you can share that people actually love seeing and love interacting with that you might genuinely feel like is mundane or boring, okay? So the first one is a day in your life routine. Like how much more mundane can we get, (laughs) y'all? It's it's the day in your life. Um, And it don't, when you do this, intentionally don't pick a day that like, oh, oh, all my routines are perfect or I'm like on. Like genuinely show up and share a typical day in your life because people love that relatability. Like people yeah. love watching how other people's days look. And I think it's just fascinating to see 
how other people live and like everyone, like human beings love that. Yeah. It's, it's just like a little peek into like, oh, how did they do their day? Like, oh, wow. They don't have structure on that time of your, their day too. Same. Like yeah. people just relate to it. Um, so I would share what your daily schedule looks like. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bring people along like on your stories, like whether you set up like a story series and it's like, hey, today I'm going to bring you along and kind of share what my day looks like. Like I did that one time with uh, working from home and being a mom with Eloise while Andrew was working. And my story engagement went through the roof because it was literally just like the most mundane thing you could think of. And it was like, hey, yeah. I balance feeding her while also trying to do a meeting and like all this stuff. So even if it doesn't look like that, even if you don't are balancing two things, like show people what it looks like um, mm-hmm. and do a story series all day and then compile all those clips into a, a video and put that as an IGTV of like a day in my life, something yeah. like that. I think you can also, if you don't want to do like a full-blown like day in your life, you want to start a little bit smaller, do some before and after story photos or something of part of your day or part of your routine. Like, you know, oh, I'm going to clean up the kitchen or clean up the messy living room or something where you say like, okay, click to clean my room with me. And then you have like an after photo after it's all done. So people tap through. People love those, by the way. Love those. Yeah, they do. Um, So, you know, a a tap to clean or tap to get me ready or anything like that where it's maybe a little less involved than a full day in the life, but it's showing little glimpses of parts of your routines or parts of your day. Um, Because even something as mundane as like cleaning your living room or anything like that, people love seeing. People love that satisfaction of tapping and seeing messy to clean and all of that. So incorporate life routines or a full-blown day in the life or just a mixture of both to really invite people into those moments that might seem boring to you, but people are most likely going to actually thrive off of. Yes. All right. The next type of content that you can share that might seem mundane is your personal relationships with other people in your life or loved ones. And so with this, I want to do a preface of Share as much as you're willing to share and you get to decide that boundary if you don't want to go into, like if you don't want to share your spouse or your kids, like totally fine. But share personal relationships in general mm-hmm. that you are willing to to tackle online. Yeah, yeah. I think this can take so many different forms, but you know, you can share your family or your loved ones or your best friend or something in photos on your feed, even doing something like, you know, a carousel or something where you have a photo of a project you've been working on or whatever, you know, your, your product, your service, something like that. And then you say in the caption, something about what your week looked like. And you do a carousel of swipe through images, incorporating you know, taking your kids to the park or hanging out with your best friend, having a little beach day or, you know, whatever. You don't, just incorporating that personal connection and those relationships that people love seeing. They love being a part of that. You could also share stories. This is obviously, it feels basic, but like, Evie just talked about feed photos and carousels, but share your, your personal relationships in your stories. Like, I'll have moments where Andrew pops into a story with me and it's just like, our banter that is natural offline it is present than online too. And it it mm. just creates like, it almost makes your audience feel like they're there with you, like sitting on your couch, hanging out with you guys. Yeah. Um, or just even showing like, hey, if your husband or somebody is just like gardening, I don't know why they'd be gardening, whatever, they could do whatever <laughs> they want. But like they're playing with their kids and you just like story them. Again, if they're comfortable doing that, like make sure that you're not stepping over a boundary there. <laughs> like but, a stalker spy in the corner, like zooming right. in. 
right? Make sure that they're okay being documented online. But still, just inviting people into like the moments of your life like that in your stories, Mm -hmm. especially stories I feel like just feel like almost little home videos that are really fun. Yeah. And just let people in. Yeah. I think a couple of the other just like ideas on this topic of like sharing personal relationships, like have your best friend or your spouse or, you know, whatever, do a takeover on your account for the day and like spill the dirt on you or share, you know, what it's like being married to Lindsay Roman or, you know, what it's like being best friends with Sarah Smith, you know, whatever. Um, I think those can be really fun ways of incorporating those personal relationships and also showcasing like a little bit more about you as well. And people just love that unique twist. I'm actually, as I'm saying this, I'm like, I should have Landon do that soon. It also doesn't require any, like a lot of people like are like, oh, I can't create good content online that people would actually love because I don't look like a model or my house doesn't look beautiful. And it's like, that's entertainment that people don't give a rat's ass. (laughs) Like that's just, that's just entertaining. Especially if, if your husband or your wife or whoever your partner is, is like, angsty and likes to reveal dirt on you that you don't necessarily reveal online. I'm speaking from personal experience because Andrew definitely does that. Um, Or if they're sweet and they share like sweet things about you or they could be funny and just share a mixture of both. But yes. Just giving them that option if they want to. Yes. How many times have you smelled something that can literally transport you back to a specific moment in time? Have you ever experienced a moment where just a simple whiff reminded you of someone else? If you're raising your hand, you need to know about Kayla Gray, a luxury collection of cleanly formulated fragrances and candles. Kayla Gray has a beautiful collection of four signature scents that can transport you back in time to some of your favorite memories. Whether you're wearing the petals scent and reminiscing on a spring walk on that trip you took to France or lighting your hearth scent candle and remembering the cozy winter days spent in front of the fire with your love— all the way to the water or the cozy scent, you'll be reminded of memories and places that make you feel deeply. It's more than just perfume or candles at Kayla Gray. It's about making memories tangible through clean fragrance. So go explore Kayla Gray and use the code HEART20 to get 20% off the entire site, an exclusive deal for our heart listeners. Plus, if you buy one of Kayla Gray's Discovery Kits, a collection of all four of their core signature scents, you'll get another code with an additional 20% off a full price perfume. That's HEART20 at checkout for 20% off their entire site. Do you struggle with knowing what the heck to post on Instagram? If you find yourself staring at your phone with a blank page and a blinking cursor, feeling completely worthless because nothing is coming to your brain. It's like, you know you need to post consistently, but honestly, the biggest freaking thing stopping you from showing up daily and serving your audience are those dang captions. Like, what do you even say? You are tired of trying to come up with them day after day. I mean, let's be real, that is exhausting. If not knowing what to write in your captions is the bane of your existence, then we've created something that's going to come in honestly like Superman and save your dang day. (laughs) Are you ready for it? Hint, I don't think you are. Introducing our Caption Playbook, a monthly subscription plan that delivers 20 custom pre-written caption templates into your hands every single month. That's enough captions for you to post every day of the week each month. Look, we've done the hard part for you, so you don't have to struggle anymore. Just grab a template, tweak to your own business and personality, and post away. It's seriously that simple. No more waiting to post until inspiration strikes. Inspiration is coming to you, my friend. Sign up for the caption playbook to crush your caption game. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash caption dash playbook and say goodbye to your caption woes forever. 
All right. The third thing that you can share online is share some of your favorite things, whether that's food or TV shows or movies or music or books or celebrities or podcasts like this one. I'm just kidding. That was a very, okay, moving on. (laughs) People just love talking about, you know, things that they love and they love, love talking about like their cult fan favorites, like hands down. That's just, yeah. Don't even start talking about The Office or Friends or or Gossip Girl or Gilmore Girls or Parks and Rec. I don't even know. Just like think of those like shows that you're like I everyone start, watches oh, or has yeah. opinions on. Oh yeah, like start talking about stuff like that or or like movies or or food. I mean, there's so many things that you can talk about. So start sharing. Like ask questions of like, all right, I just finished this TV show. What other ones are similar? Or you could like intentionally stir the pot and be like, okay, I didn't like Friends or I I can't get into the office. Please tell me, am I watching it wrong? Is there something that I'm doing wrong? Because it's just boring to me. People will be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to say. Um, Because it's it's like cult fan favorites or cult fan hates that like people, I guess it wouldn't be a fan hate, whatever. Well, no, you could could gather fans around hating of something. (laughs) I guess, whatever. But it's like people have lots of opinions on it. And yeah. so different ways that you could do this practically are to talk about them in your stories, do feed posts where the caption is talking about your your thoughts on it and inviting people to comment like what their thoughts on are, are on it. Um, yeah. Or even, a, well, I said stories, but doing a question box and then asking people um, for recommendations. So this might not be more of less of a discussion and more of like, a recommendation ask. So whether you're recommending, hey, uh, what movie should I watch on Netflix tonight? Or hey, what books have you read in the last year that you love? Like I need some book recommendations. I need music recommendations. Yeah, That's a real great, like we're not talking about engagement on this episode, but like low-key, that's a really great engagement booster. Yeah. And just to get people invited into feeling like their opinion is relevant on your yeah. account. It just helps like facilitate that. But yeah, no, but you might... Not you the might, mundane of that. I was going to say, you might think it's boring that you enjoy reading books, people will connect with that. You might think it's boring that Friends is your favorite TV show. People will connect with that. So there's a lot more uh, excitement or interest in your life than you think. So even just sharing those favorite things of yours, people will connect with. Yeah. The next one is your personal hobbies. Now, this is things that you love doing that don't necessarily revolve around your business or your job or like what you typically maybe talk about on social media or how you make money, right? So I mean, you could literally have a bajillion different hobbies. I don't care what they are, but I'm just going to list some just to like help get your wheels spinning to be like, oh, wait, maybe I don't like what she said, but I like something very similar. Just like, because I think sometimes we have hobbies that we don't even think like that we can talk about, or we don't even think that that could be like something that is relevant to say on social media at all. But a lot of people have similar hobbies and just like cult fan favorites, like people love to talk about like the do's and don'ts of, I don't know, certain things. So like knitting, plant, like plants, even like literally that could be a whole entire society of plant lovers and like plant (laughs) care and all that. But like also, also wait from personal perspective, don't ever, well, actually you could, uh, I was going to say, don't ever share your dead plants online. Like your plants that you have killed from not watering and taking care of properly online because uh, people have opinions on that. But then I'm also like, okay, but that's That's an area, (laughs) that's an area where, uh, you might think it's boring that you can't keep plants alive. However, a lot of people care about that. So. <laughs> and they will give you your opinion. Um, I am speaking from personal experience on this one. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Knitting plants. 
knitting, plants, cooking, baking, exercising, working out, hiking, surfing, kayaking, or paddleboarding, or any water, sport, reading, board games. I could go off on Catan, but I will save that for another day. <laughs> Traveling, like painting, drawing. Like I'm just throwing out hobbies at you. If any of if you resonated with any of those or any of those like triggered, oh wait, no, I don't like baking, but I like designing sugar cookies. I Whatever. I don't know what your life is, but that just is hopefully a trigger to you to help brainstorm different things that, that you genuinely love in your life that you could talk, start talking about as yeah. a part of your brand or just as a part of something that you, you really love. Like maybe you love getting your nails done every other week at the salon and that's like your thing. Share that. Share your different designs. Like I'm yeah. just brain dumping at this point, but People share the, love hobbies. Uh, yeah. I will also say share the things that you've learned as you've like grown in, you know, figuring out, oh, this is what this nail shape means at the salon. Or, oh, this is how you do like this stitch in knitting or, you know, whatever, sewing. Like, I don't, I don't care. People are intrigued, even if they maybe don't love knitting. They're intrigued by the process of it. And they might be like, oh, I didn't realize that in order to knit like a blanket or, you know, something like circular or whatever, you don't have those two needles. You have the yeah. two needles with like a, like that thing I used to knit. So I'm like kind of knowing, like I'm remembering things, but like the, the needles that have like the circular, like it's a full on thing. It's like a semicircle or like a long line. It's not two separate needles. Like people will be like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Or how long it takes you to knit X, Y, Z or whatever. There's, it may feel boring to you. You're like, I enjoy knitting on an evening. I am a grandmother. People would be interested in that. People would be intrigued. Yeah. Even if you're maybe not going to build a, you know, a brand around your knitting, that's not what you sell. People will still love that connection point. And maybe those other, you know, baby grandmas out there will be like, wait, hang on. I, I go to bed at, you know, 7 p.m. too. I don't knit, but maybe I should take up knitting. That sounds calming. Like you're going to build those connection points and people are going to be interested. Yeah. People are going to care. So I just hope that random list of random topics helped inspire you that like, even if you feel like you do something that's boring, mm -hmm. like just painting or knitting yeah. or, you know, whatever, even hiking, you're like, everyone hikes. Like, what? Well, I don't care. People will care. Like people. Fashion, homeschooling, natural yeah. living. I could, I could. Sorry, we could, we could over go here throwing things out. <laughs> but the overall bottom line is your personal hobbies are more interesting than you think. And incorporating those into what you post, people will love. So mm. just put it out there. <laughs> All right. Next thing that might feel mundane or boring that people love is the behind the scenes of what you do or your business. So sharing, and this could, you could share this on posts, you could share this on stories, literally take any, any literal, any format on Instagram or yeah. social media and share any of these. But what is the production of making your product look like? What's the workflow of the back end of your business? Like yeah. how are your processes? Like talk about that, especially for other business owners or other people in your same industry. People would love that. Like that's interesting. Like yeah. how do you make your products? Whether you do photos or you're a florist or you're a clothes maker or a shop owner or you're a painter or you're a designer or you're a hair braider or colorer or stylist yeah. is probably the better way to say that. But like, <laughs> how do you make what you make? People yeah. freaking love that. You also said clothes maker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said shop owner. I corrected. Well, whatever. Wait, what is it? A store? No, I mean, a clothing, clothes maker isn't a, th like clothing or clothes, but not clothes. I meant like... <laughs> sewing Sorry, or a shop owner if you don't sew your own whatever. <laughs> it just it just made me chuckle. I could have stopped laughing. But I yes, people love seeing 
the behind the scenes and the how and the what and the when. So, I mean, show them. Don't don't think, I know it's mundane to you, especially if you do it day in and day out, but people love seeing that behind the scenes glimpse and they connect to you as a business owner and a brand so much better when you invite them into all the behind the scenes. So you're giving them buy-in by sharing all of that. So even, even within that, showing them the behind the scenes. And then for example, ask people to choose the color or the font or something of your next designs or give them a couple of options of things that you're working on or questions that you have or, you know, whatever, and let them pick something like that gives them even more buy-in. And I know that might feel boring to you. You're like, no, this is just my process of creating this next product or, you know, providing this next service. But People love being a part of the behind the scenes and like feel like an insider and they're intrigued by knowing the operations and the, you know, the glimpses of what may feel normal and boring and mundane and tedious to you, people are going to be intrigued by. So I have two examples real fast to add to that or or of what Evie just said. uh, Janessa, wait, we've had her on the podcast. She does these things where she'll like be like, hey, pick a color. Okay, now pick another color. And it's, she's basically having you build like the colors of her next like handwritten design. Yeah. Which is so, or she'll say like, hey, uh, do you want a Bible verse or do you want an empowering quote or something like that where it's like you almost build her design for her in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a really great way to give people buy-in. And also uh, Josie Bullard, which we've also, I'm just laying out past podcast guests uh, <laughs> on the show. I've seen her do this before. She's more of an influencer, like a lifestyle influencer. And she does like cool fashion photos. Uh, I've seen her do like, hey, pick, here's three outfit options. Pick one of them for my next shoot. Okay, now pick the location that it goes in. Like, do I do it at a, a arcade, like store? I, I don't know what that is. Or like a, <laughs> what is I mean, that? Ar- arcade. Yeah, at arcade or at like a carnival or at like a roller rink or something. And she, you give her, like, she'll give you options and then you pick and then like she'll yeah. do her next content shoot there. So like apply that to whatever it is you do and give people options. I just wanted to throw out those examples. I love that. Okay, moving on to the sixth and final topic and area that you can share. This is a big one. I feel like we've also kind of covered it, touched on it, just teeny little pieces here and there on the last ones, but real life, just sharing and showing up and share sharecasing. Interesting choice of words, Evie. Showcasing that those real moments because people love seeing honest-to-God messes, especially yeah. on Instagram because... We see so much perfection on the app. It reminds us that we're not all alone in our own mess or our own crap or our own day-to-day like, oh my gosh, the laundry, you know, whatever that feels like. Don't be afraid to show up and showcase those real moments. Like showing up on stories with no makeup if you're comfortable with doing that or, you know, show the the mess your kid just made in the room that you just cleaned. Like that would be actually freaking funny if you did like, okay, let's clean the living room top to clean. And it's like clean. And then it's like five minutes later to have my kid come back in and it's like a mess again. That's funny. I'm just thinking of the SpongeBob voice. That's like five minutes later. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think though people just love being a part of reality and they love seeing that they're not alone. They love relating. They love connecting. Even if maybe like, you know, they, their laundry is done or something, or they don't, you know, they're that college kid who doesn't have their own laundry. They're like, oh, well, she's struggling with laundry right now. I'm struggling with, you know, having to clean, you know, whatever, my bathroom, the dorm bathroom, I don't know, you know, whatever that looks like, people are going to relate to, oh, there's a house tour that I'm behind on or something like that. So show up, 
share that. It might feel very boring to you. It does not feel boring to the rest of the world. Mm. And with that, we want to end this episode just with like a little like encouragement to you as well with with just the topic of feeling like your life is boring or feeling like you have to perform or look a certain way to show up on the gram. I just want to say, if you don't feel like showing up one day or posting one day, then don't. Yeah. Like simply don't. You have permission to not feel like you have to be quote unquote on every dang day of your life. And even if you're not on, like even if you're not doing your hair and you still wanted to story something, okay, cool. But even if you don't want to story something that day, like if you're just just having no energy. Like there's so many days that I just have zero, zero desire to post to Instagram or show up. And and that's okay. Like give mm-hmm. yourself grace to rest. Give yourself grace to make memories without grabbing your phone to story it. Because while Instagram is truly like amazing for our business, it's not everything, nor should it be treated like, you know, it's the God of our lives that our lives revolve around because it's yeah. not. Yeah, you have absolutely permission to take a break if you need it. Because if you're constantly coming to the app and you're feeling uninspired or feeling dejected, that's going to come across in your content and and everything that you're creating. So take a break, reset, refresh, talk to a friend, give yourself some time to maybe just create outside of the app. Like go pick up knitting, go pick up painting, go for a hike, get out in nature, you know, whatever. Take some time off and then come back and try again. If you still need more time of a break, that's fine. You know, give yourself permission to take that time off and to have that break and to rest. All right. If you liked this episode, please tell us, let us know, share it on the gram. Um, I just, I hope this gave you like an inspiring kick in the butt to be like, get out of your own freaking head. Your life is not boring. Widen your lens and like just fly free little bird. I don't know. I don't know what that meant, but just like, Fly, I, what I'm trying to say is like fly out of your own box that you're putting yourself in that's saying yeah. that your life is boring, that's saying that you're not good enough, that you don't look a certain way. Like show up on your yeah. stories with no makeup. Show up and show your kid's mess or your dirty laundry or the homework that you haven't completed. Like people will relate. People want to see the real, the true, the life. So yeah. do that and share. When you're sharing on uh, your gram, share this episode. We would love that. <laughs> share this episode and tag us. <laughs> Um, our handles. I mean, I pray to God you would know them, but uh, at this point, it is... Well, maybe not. Maybe someone's listening to this for the first time. I'm well, not going to be presumptuous. Okay, that's true. I mean, if you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. I feel like I just like I'm doing this little like clappy dance. Okay, anyways. Uh, Lindsay at Mrs. Lindsay Roman, me at Evie Rupp, and The Heart University, which is our education company, and this podcast's home is at The Heart University. And go crush it this week. Go try sharing some things that you feel are boring and see how people react. See the actual enjoyment. Yeah. DM us, contact, like, let us know what you're experiencing as you're trying this. And in the meantime, we will be in your corner cheering Cheering you on on and see you on the next episode.